Hey, hey, Unstuckers, Josh here. I have a real quick favor to ask you. We are sending out a survey, like other podcasts you might listen to, because the only way we know what you like and what you don't like is if you tell us. So we would like to give you more of what you like. So please head to unstuck.institute slash survey to fill out a super quick, uh, super simple survey. Give us feedback so we can deliver more of what you like. And just for filling out the survey, you'll be entered into a drawing to win a free 30-minute coaching session with me and Chell. So there might even be something in it for you. Link is in the show notes. Head to unstuck.institute slash survey. Go ahead right now. Pause the podcast. We'll wait. Okay. Thank you. On with the show. Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And And welcome welcome to to the the Unstuck Unstuck Institute. Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, hey, Unstuckers, we're coming at you with an episode that is near, dear, and should be coming out clear (laughs) from our hearts to you. It's called Just Be You. I know, this crazy concept of just being yourself. We've harped on it a lot in these past couple of months. People who have come on our show have been like, you know what, just be authentic, be yourself. But like, we're really going to dive into it today. So without further ado, Josh Bean, what does being you mean to you? (laughs) Let's just dive right in Uh, to the cliche. It means it's a cliche. (laughs) To me, it's it's, it's roll your eyes. Ugh, yeah, heard it before. But, you know, sometimes cliches are cliches for a reason, right? It's it's true. <laughs> and and we need to hear it over and over again because nobody fucking believes it, right? So being you to me just means being authentically you. Um, I think too much uh, in life, but especially in business, people get a little insecure at times. And when they get insecure... They try to be something they are not. Even if what they are is great, they assume what they are is not enough. And they try to be something they're not thinking, oh, if I could just be like so-and-so, they seem like they got their shit together. And if you're spending all your mental energy trying to be something you're not, then you're not actually uh, being you. And people notice, like even subconsciously, that something's wrong. But also, if you're wasting all your energy trying to be something you're not then then you don't have the brain power and the mental energy to be present and be with the customer be with the person you are supposed to be with right because you're just thinking how would so and so do this um so that's what it means to me is just be authentically you and we can get into all the reasons why that is an important thing i i 100 percent agree with that I think it's really important, though, to see what other people are doing, right? To kind of just have an idea of that in your mind. But also remember, just because it worked for them doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. And no two people are going to do the same thing in the same way, right? So like, even if you are still working in a business right now, like in a company, like for a boss, you're not your own boss yet. And your boss gives you and another person the same task. And they're like, okay, 
just get this done. They don't give you any clear instructions on how to do it. They just say, get this done. You and the other person are going to do it two vastly different ways. Is there a right way? Is there a wrong way? No, there isn't. You guys think differently. You process things differently. You are two completely different people. So yeah, you're going to do things differently. And that's not a bad thing. That's that's what makes us individuals. And that in entrepreneurship is what's going to make you stand out. So being you is really important uh, in finding your solution from point A to point B. It's going to be squiggly. It's going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. But finding your solution, that path that suits you, is going to be most genuinely you. I think that also needs to be said. Like, yes, be you, but you also need to find a way to stand out, right? Like, because if you're just like on Instagram, for example, you're like, hey, I'm here. What up? Awesome. Ain't no one listening to, hey, I'm here. What up? Maybe, maybe 10 years ago, if you were doing that, like when stories first came out and nobody was on stories, I don't even know how long stories has been around, but whatever. Like (laughs) if you were doing that and you were like the first freaking person doing it. Yeah. Like that's how all of these people have like 50,000 plus followers. Now the people who like did it 10 years ago and they're sharing their secrets with you now of like how they made it big. Dude, it's not going to be the same now, unfortunately. So you have to figure out your own like genuine way to stand out. Um, and I have a couple of tips on that. But Josh, I'd love some of your thoughts on on this. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think, you know, to add to the title of this podcast, don't just be you. Be unapologetically you. And that's how you stand out. You know, because if you're just you, but you're a shy version of you, a quiet version of you, a you that doesn't want to ruffle any feathers or make any waves, then that results in you essentially going, hey, what up? (laughs) And being very vanilla. Just be you. Like if, if the world is full of people that don't like you, let's just, let's just get that out of the way right now. (laughs) You know, there's plenty of people in the world who do not like me. And if my reaction to that was, I need to be more like Chell because I like Chell. What what we're forgetting is there's plenty of the people in the world who don't like Chell. Sorry, Chell, that's just true. It's all good, dude. <laughs> and so no matter who you try to be like, there are people in the world who don't like that person, that type of person, that version of you, that whatever. So let's just get that out of the way. That's that's just a fact. And it's it sucks. It never quite feels comfortable to me. But as soon as you can accept that and move on, the better, because then you can be unapologetically you. And if you're unapologetically you, then the people who do like you, of which there are going to be a lot, um, no matter what type of person that you are, there are plenty of people out there in the world who like that type of person. And if you're unapologetically you and you're out there with you being you, they can find you. And if they can find you, they can connect to you. They can feel a connection and, and want to do business with you or be friends with you, or this works for all walks of life, right? Personal and business. Totally. But, but yeah, I think that for me, like as a, as a shy introvert, that, that has always been uh, the problem is being me and not caring what anyone else thinks about that, you know? Yeah. So you're saying you need the introvert's edge. I, I am saying that. And if we could, in the middle of this episode, why don't we enter the Unstuck Library? Do, 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 do. 
Welcome to the Unstuck Library. So I'm just going to give you guys a little nugget of this book that I stumbled upon, oh my god, maybe like three or four years ago now, actually on the BNI podcast. What up, guys? Um, so The Introvert's Edge is by Matthew Pollard. And as Josh mentioned, introversion, right? Like that can be a hindrance to sales, getting your name out there, um, and just talking to people and networking in general. So if you can find a way that you feel comfortable speaking to people, that is really going to be the game changer. And just a quick little snippet from Matthew Pollard's technique is storytelling. If you can hook someone in with a story, and we've talked about this multiple times, I think now on the podcast, if you can hook someone in, like start to finish, whether it be your story, a story of a successful client, how you help people and like the success they've seen, um, that is really what people latch onto. And telling a story as an entrepreneur and as a salesperson, it's going to come a lot more easily than being like, hey, this uh, used car here has only 20,000 miles on it. I swear it's never been an accident. You can check the Carfax, you know, like. What can I do to get you in this car today? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to feel a lot less schmutzy if you're just like, yo, like this car came to us. It's, it's from a good family. It's, it's good. I don't know how else to describe a used car. <laughs> it, came, it came from a good family. It's only had one owner. It was loved its whole life. It had oil changes regularly. Like, I feel like I'd be more apt maybe to buy that car. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible example, kids. Terrible example. Anyway. This is why we don't do examples on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that if you can latch someone's emotions with a story, it's going to be a lot easier to quote unquote sell. There's a lot more detail in the book, but what I really wanted to pinpoint in addition to that is that he recommends not just being you, but like emphasizing you. So there's a couple of, well, he does this with almost all of his clients and he actually does this with himself. He calls himself the growth guy. And that's really interesting because you're like, okay, cool. Like I've maybe never heard of him before, but like he's the growth guy. What does that mean for me? So I thought that was really cool. And actually a couple of years ago when I read this book, that's how I came up with the food interpreter. I don't really use that anymore, but that's like, that was the idea like behind like wellness, Cucina, Celestina, food interpreter. I thought that was super freaking cool. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I digress. I don't use it anymore. But a couple of the examples that he gave in the book and like throughout his talks and his conversations, I actually hopped on in a, a sales call with him. So I, I was actually able to speak to him and like listen to him. And he uses his stories on the sales call. It's not like any other sales call I've ever been on where they're like, oh, let's get really into your emotions. Where do you see yourself in a year? He was just telling me stories like he wrote in the book. And I thought that was really cool, really unique. And I didn't feel pressured, which was really nice. Okay. So a couple of examples that he has, one is the authority detective, and this person helps thought leaders uncover why their website content isn't getting results on Google. Dude, you should have used that. What the fuck for your SEO biz? <laughs> anyway, uh, there's another one. What uh, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> there's another one, the plateau hacker, right? If you just like go up to someone like at a networking event and you're like, I'm a plateau hacker, what up, B? And they're like, what the fuck is a plateau hacker? And then that leads into conversation, right? So have like such mm -hmm. a crazy, wild 
like kind of identifying, kind of not name is really unique. So the Plateau Hacker helps traditionally high achieving executives get out of an uncommon funk, right? Like when you reach a plateau, hack that shit. I'm going to give you one last example. The memory weaver. This sounds like like a dream catcher. That's what I picture when I see this. The memory weaver. This person works with event planners who want to pull off a memorable moment for attendees by providing laser light shows that dance to music. I don't know if the memory weaver is really apropos for that, but you guys get what I mean here, right? Like if you can, if you can have like a name that sticks out, so yes, be you, but then also stand out in this like unique and creative way that essentially Donald Miller is it, right? Like telling the people what their end result is, but like in your name, that's going to give you an edge because people are going to remember it. And being memorable, not just being you, but being memorable is really the key. Well, that was a great mini unstuck library. So how do we use this to our advantage when we're trying to just be you? So the first step, I think, in summation is to find out what your superpower is, right? Like all the names that Chell just mentioned. Um, And like, what what is you, you know? Some people just have the gift of gab. They're good connectors. Some people are great, you know, technicians. Like, like, what is not only like what you do, but what makes you you and your personality? Put those things together, and the introvert's edge is a great way to, to kind of. Once you've put that together, sell using that, which I think is a great, a great book. So check out the introvert's edge if you, uh, you think even if you're not an introvert. If, you, if you're an extrovert and you're listening and you're like, I'm not an introvert, I don't need that book. <laughs> you should listen to what the superpowers of introverts are by reading this book, because yeah. you could pick up a few things, even if you're an extrovert. So, uh, so yeah, pick up the book, <laughs> <laughs> whoever you are, whoever you are, pick up that book. So another thing to think about in terms of why you should just be you is like attracts like if you're going to find your tribe if you're going to find your super fans if you're going to find the people who go out there and not only give you a google review but they tell all their friends about you you're going to find the people who like you for you if you try to show up as bland and vanilla then they're not going to remember you worst case scenario they don't like you (laughs) you know But if you do a good job for them, they're not going to give you a negative Google review and be like, I just didn't like his personality. They're just (laughs) going to probably not come back. And that's fine because more often than not, even people who don't necessarily identify with the type of person you are, if you're truly authentic, that authenticity is infectious and people are going to have a good feeling about you and they're going to want to come back. So. I would personally rather have a majority of my customers and client base be really excited to do business with me because they like the type of person I am or just because I'm authentically me and lose some customers who don't like my vibe rather than be vanilla and have nobody who likes me. So therefore, people who are happy to go to my competition because they're more convenient one day or they move across the city and my location's no longer convenient or whatever. Right now I have a lot of clients that if if they moved across the city 
they'd probably still come to my shop because they trust me, they know me, they like me, right? The only way they get to know, like, and trust me is if I'm authentically me. Preach, boo-boo kitten. I think, I mean, I think it's super important. So I I completely agree. A a personal story. There you go. Introverts edging it. When I was working with clients one-on-one, the clients that I vibed with the most are the clients that saw the most success, i.e. Josh Bean and others like him. Me? I mean, it's true, though. If you vibe with someone, like you said, they're going to know, like, and trust you. That also means that they're going to trust what you're saying and what you're recommending, especially if you're in a position that kind of needs that recommendation or that that trust factor. So completely agreed. And then as far as the like, likes, like, say that five times fast, Jesus, that is completely true. So the reason that I'm working with the business coach that I have now is because I'd grab drinks with her. Like she's cool as shit. And that's really, really important when you're deciding, especially a high ticket item, like you as an entrepreneur, if you want to like level up and you're deciding on a high ticket item, if you can vibe with that person, you don't necessarily have to get drinks with them. But like if you can vibe with that person, that is going to make such a difference in the outcome that you are going to get. If you feel uncomfortable going to them with questions, if you feel um, like you're being berated every time they're saying something to you or they're not really understanding you or they can't think outside the box and they're giving you the same cookie cutter answer because that's what worked for them. I don't understand why it's not working for you kind of thing. It's going to be a problem down the line. So really consider that not just from you being you looking for clients, but you being you looking for growth in your business and potentially working with someone who has a higher price point that you are considering purchasing. Let me tell you guys, that is from personal experience and thousands of dollars down the drain. (laughs) So would you like more business? Would you like to not waste thousands of dollars by putting it down the drain? Um, Would you like an edge, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, just be you. I think that's the point of our episode. I hope next time you see a nice little cliche, little Instagram quote post about the importance of just being you, you'll still roll your eyes, but you'll also go, yeah, it's fucking important. (laughs) Hell yeah. Burnout, frustration, no time, exhaustion. If this sounds like you and your chicken comes out dry, your rice doesn't come out fluffy, and you have no time to prep veggies, check out my Killing It in the Kitchen course. This is going to take you to the next level so that you can get dinner on the table in 30 minutes. It'll be quick and super flavorful. Follow the link in the show notes to join the waitlist. The Unstuck Institute podcast is also brought to you by our awesome new life book. Want to get a handle on your life and where you're going? Lack of productivity keeping you down? Download our free workbook to get clear on where you want to go in life and use the life book system to keep yourself on track and be more productive in your life. Download the Unstuck Institute Lifebook today at www.unstuck.institute/lifebook. Remember, it's free. It's time for a recap. One, like, likes, like. You'll find your tribe. Two, just because it worked for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. Forge your own path. Three, authenticity sells. Just be you, boo boo kitten. 
And that's a wrap on episode 162. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. Remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. Dig in this episode? Share it with your mom, your bestie, your frenemy, your neighbor, the weird dude who sits across from you at work, your bank teller, and even the mailman. Word of mouth is the best way to spread word about this podcast. So shout it from your rooftop, local mountain, or whilst skydiving. Let everyone know about the Unstuck Institute. And we'll talk to you next week when we'll be talking to Brian Lovegrove about becoming unstoppable. Don't change so people will like you. Be yourself and the right people will love the real you. Mastin Kip. Mastin Kip. Just be you, boo-boo kitten.